Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by our latest obsession, Pain Cakes. Pain Cakes are the revolutionary cold pack that stick to you so you can stick to your routine. Whether you're pounding the pavement as a runner like me or you're tackling the clutter as a professional organizer like Christine, Pain Cakes has got you covered. Pain Cakes comes in three sizes and can be used again and again. We both keep them in our freezers. And when we feel an ache or a pain, you just stick them on your body. You can do it a hundred times. It's all the benefits of using a cold pack, but no downtime. Find pancakes at pain-cakes.com or at thousands of retailers nationwide. Welcome to Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast urging you to let it go and don't look back with nationally acclaimed professional organizer, Christine Stone and self-proclaimed hot damn mess radio and TV personality, Eden Kindle. Welcome everybody to Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast that urges you to let it go and don't look back. My name is Eden Kendall. With me is Christine Stone. Christine is a professional organizer. Her company is neatly designed. I am a broadcaster and of many years, radio, TV, all kinds of stuff. Um, go back to the beginning of and our very first podcast if you want to hear the story of how we met, all of our differences that we have been uncovering week by week. Yep. But we both came across a study and we were so tickled by it and loved it so much that we, we kept saying one of these days we're going to do an episode with that as the, the kickoff. So before we get into it, I do want to promise you that you are going to, Christine's going to be sharing some really great tips for organizing the bedroom. Yes. But let's let's start out. Why don't you share the study you came across? Well, this has been all over uh-huh. social media. And so I found it fascinating because back in the old day, if you slept in separate bedrooms, it was like, oh no, you know, that's terrible. You, you and your significant Yes. Yeah. Who you know, whatever living situation you're right. in. But nowadays people are realizing the importance of a good night's sleep. And I happen to be one of those people. I mean, from the time I can remember, if I don't get at least six to eight hours of sleep, I either get sick, I just don't feel right, I have to go to bed earlier that night. It's just I have to have my certain amount of hours of sleep. So this, you know, really caught my eye on everything because Is it really bad if you've been married a long time and your significant other snores or your, it was whatever it is, his schedule, work schedule is different than yours. He gets up at four in the morning to go to work or, you know, one of you sleeps better than the other. That is very true, especially when you're a menopausal woman, just so everyone knows, you get a lot of sleep disturbance stuff. You're, you have hot flashes, you're a light sleeper. Whatever it is, it's just not great. Um, so I, that's why this fascinated me because I don't think it has anything to do all the time that you are not getting along with your right, spouse. Sure. It has to do with, and I'm glad they did a study, which I will go over because really it is about getting a good night's sleep. And I just don't think there's anything wrong and you shouldn't feel guilty that, God, I just want a good night's sleep. That's it. One night, I'll take even one. Right, sure. So in Newsweek, 
A survey has revealed one in 10 U.S. adults rarely or never have a good night's sleep, and around 25% of American couples choose to sleep in separate beds from their partners, according to the National Sleep Foundation. And the question is, but is it really healthy for couples to sleep separately? And I love the fact that according to a study, 63% of millennials and 62% of Gen Zers say conflicting sleep-wake schedules are why they sleep in separate beds or rooms. Baby boomers report snoring was the deciding factor. (laughs) Okay, so even in a study, there are differences Uh on why people choose to sleep in separate rooms for a good night's sleep. People used to shame you if, if your husband sure. slept in a different room, oh, yeah. but his snoring was like a freight train. Mm-hmm. And why should you not get a good night's sleep? And I'm not saying the other person shouldn't get medically checked out. Why are you snoring? So, I mean, that's a doctor yeah, um, issue. But I think it's an issue of everyone should be allowed a good night's sleep. I yes. just feel so strongly about that. And I don't think it means you don't love your husband, your spouse, your significant other, whatever you want to call your them. Wife. They, it's not that. You love them just as much and you love them even better with a good night's sleep. Yes, Trust you do. Trust me on that one. Oh, sleep deprivation is no laughing matter and kick in, add in a few hormones to boot. It's Ugh. not a pretty sight. So... A uh, couple of things, a um, couple of thoughts I have on this is, are we talking about, and, and and we could be talking about both things because this is really just about where you're laying your head at night when you go to sleep. Right. But there's also the whole, like, do you have a whole other bedroom, you know, with a closet that's yours and that other bedroom has, or do you share a space, but then maybe the other person just always ends up in the guest room or on the sofa. Either way, let's just, let's just decide that what we're talking about here is Sleep. Sleep. Sleep, 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 sleep. So in my house, we here's what happens for me. Uh, for 30 years now, I have gone to bed very early because I get up very early. Right. So typically, my husband will come in a couple of hours after me. I'm sound asleep. I don't hear him come in. Wow. He goes to sleep. I'm impressed. He hears me get up, and he'll tell you that the um, sun comes out in the room, which it does. And I go in the bathroom, I turn on the light, but it just slips through the door. But it's a lot. And I now can't sleep. It's very difficult, I should say, for me to fall asleep with someone else in the bed, to fall asleep. In other words, and let's kick out also any intimacy things. No. You know, that's our Valentine's Day special. Yes, so stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. That's going to be a doozy. Really? But – that barring all of that, as far as like, let's say it's, let's say we're on vacation and it's 10, 30, 11, 1130 at night and we're both going to go to sleep. It's very difficult for me to be like, okay, good night. And we both go to sleep because I'm so used to, I go to sleep and he's not in the room. And then I'm dead asleep when he does come in and goes to sleep. So that's just a pattern we have fallen into. He doesn't have his own room, but it's so hard for me to fall asleep knowing he's in there. And see, for me, it's the opposite. Mm -hmm. I can fall asleep, no problem, staying asleep. Mm. And then I like to get up and, you know, turn the TV on. Like, to me, it's everybody's habits are different. Some people can fall asleep with the TV on Mm -hmm. or they can't. 
or they have to have right. total darkness and silence. And I think one way isn't better than the other way. I think it's how you get your amount of sleep that you need to function the next day. I think this is just reality. And um, about the closet thing, I did have to mention that. So many people have closets jam-packed full of their husband's stuff because there isn't enough room for both of them in one. So that doesn't clear, it, it doesn't mean they're living in that other space. It could be all their winter clothes. Yeah. But I I like you said, this isn't we're not discussing if it's an intimacy issue. That's a whole nother right. issue. But I really think that people nowadays, especially with everything I have seen, they're really starting to think sleep is important, not just for your health. I mean, it's huge for your health, but it's huge for your mental health. Mm -hmm. Like not just, you know, physical, it's mental. I mean, why do you think prisoners of war, they keep them up all night or, you know what I mean? It's a great torture system. Yeah, it's a torture system. And why do you think mothers with small babies, when their babies have colic or they're up all night, are sleep deprived and feel awful and terrible and they're depressed? You have to get sleep. And so I think this shouldn't really be the issue that people used to make it out to be. You know, Mm -hmm. I think if everybody's happy, I mean, a lot of times it's just a habit thing, how you Mm -hmm. fall asleep, how you stay asleep, what time do you get up in the morning? You know, I get up very early in the morning, very early, and my husband doesn't. So it's, you know, I think it's really comes down to that. So is that what happens? He typically does end up sleeping in a different room? Well, especially, and everyone in my family knows this, if someone even thinks they're giving, getting, getting a sniffle, I mean, if you're, if it's even in your thought process, you go to the other room. I mean, I have such a rule about if you're feeling sick, because when you're in a bed uh-huh. with someone and they're breathing on you, I mean... I don't Uh want to get sick. So I think that's how it usually starts. Mm -hmm. And then you get all better. And then, you know, then someone snores. So it's not all the time. I think like, I I think it's mainly, okay, if I'm working early the next morning, and I have to be on my A game, you know, stuff like that. Or if he has something really important going on in his job, that he's staying up till midnight, and he doesn't want to come in and wake me up. Mm-hmm. So it it's really just depends. And I just think that's almost thoughtful, too. I agree. It's I a mean, very loving thing. I think it's a loving thing, too. And I think that we need to turn this around and not make it be such a stigma that you may sleep in separate rooms or you may not or whatever. It's really just depends, like you said, on whose schedules and being loving and considerate. That's what I think, considerate to someone else's needs. So we have to normalize yes. sleeping in another room because it used to be every comic strip, like the guy would be, you'd see the man like with his pillow and blanket being right. relegated to the couch and either he was in the doghouse or he was snoring right. too loud or something. And so he was being punished right. and locked out of the bedroom when in 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 the course of what we're talking about, it's like, all right, listen, you know, do me a solid. Right. Take your take your wheezy butt out of here. <laughs> no, it's not that at all. It's really just a matter of uh, different schedules or different sleep patterns. Right, exactly. Just different sleep patterns. Mm-hmm, exactly. I mean, honestly, when I hear women say, oh, I have to have the TV on, or I'll hear a man say, I cannot sleep with the TV mm-hmm. on. It has to be 
pitch black or I need a noise machine. If if my husband used a noise machine, oh my God, I it would drive me insane. I have to have a noise right. machine. And so does my daughter. And I'm just saying everybody's sleep yeah. patterns are different. And I can't have a fan because I have dry eye. So I cannot have a fan going all night long. My husband loves a fan, loves, loves, loves a fan. I don't think he should be punished and I don't think I should be punished. You know right. what I mean? Absolutely. I think you always end up coming together. But for all of those people out there who have not been married a long time, I think it's easy to judge. Sure. But when you've been married 30, 40, Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by Hearts for Minds. Hearts for Minds is encouraging you to use your sidewalk to motivate others for Mental Health Awareness Month. Help break down the stigma of mental illness, spark conversation, and maybe just make somebody's day a little sweeter. It's easy. Grab some chalk and write inspirational messages and pictures on your sidewalk. Snap a photo and share it online by tagging Hearts for Minds on Instagram. And use the hashtag Chalk It Up for Life. That's Chalk It Up, the number four, and life. Let's chalk it up for mental health. Visit Hearts for Minds, that's Hearts, the number four, and Minds.org to learn more. You know, 40 years, it's, you'll get it. And you'll come back to me and go, oh my God, I so got it. You know, I think that there's probably somebody listening right now who is going to play this for their person. (laughs) I think so too. Because they'll want them to understand this doesn't mean I love you less. No. It just means that we are keeping each other up. We're not getting our best sleep. And this is what is best for our relationship and our mental health. So having said that, another thing that really matters, and I love that you talked about the TV on because we do not have a TV in our bedroom. A lot of people don't. The reason being, I am, I'm just so not good at remotes that I just would rather pick up my iPad and my phone. I don't have a problem with people who have TVs in their room and I do fall asleep sometimes. I'll watch something until the last second, which is any sleep expert would say, get the screens away. Right, you shouldn't have right. that right before bed. But um, that's just what I do. And he likes to watch on a TV. So that's another reason where he's staying awake. And then we're, when we're in a hotel, it's a problem because he's got the right. TV on. He wants it on. Right. So having a, a nice, comfortable, organized, and uh, and relaxing bedroom is going to be a part of this, a piece of this puzzle of getting a good night's sleep. And you come with some really great tips on that. Before we get into that, Mm -hmm. though, the feng shui of it, I I have to tell you a funny story. Um, The lady that introduced us initially, Jennifer, she, you know who I'm talking about, a designer? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. Um, Because I didn't ask permission, I didn't want to give her full name. But anyway, she, um, she was, we moved into our new home and she had set things up. A certain way and and she walked in and she said um my oh then my husband decided to take it upon himself he was like no you know what i think is going to work i think i'm going to move the bed to the other side of the room she came over walked in and gasped like it hurt her it hurt her physically and mentally to see because of the feng shui of not having the bed facing when you first walk in. in the door so i she do was believe like, in that though yeah so she was like <gasps> and she had him move that bed i mean you know we trust her and so we obviously wanted to i agree with her i think when you walk in a room the The bed has to yeah but it was just so funny to me that it was just because i felt the same way 
But it was when she said, said it, it that he realized, eh, like, oh, it's not that's just normal. That, it's just, yeah, exactly. And then she also said, because we got new furniture, she's like, you know, you have to uh, break in that new furniture. That's another piece of the feng shui thing where you oh, have to. I don't know about that. Yeah. And, and then, of course, my husband took that as, a, as an invitation. He's like, really? Because I got new office furniture. We got a new couch. I'm Uh-oh. like, all right, like, easy there, Tiger. <laughs> all right. So what are some of your great tips for the bedroom as far as organization goes? Well, this started years and years and years ago. Someone, I was on a podcast as a guest and someone said to me, what is one area of the house that you think is the most important to tackle um, when you're starting a home organization? And I said the bedroom and people were shocked. They were like, what do you mean? Yeah, I would have guessed kitchen. Well, that will definitely be number two okay, because that's the hub of the home. But the reason why I say bedroom is because I have been into more homes in the past 15 years that has treadmills with clothes hanging on it, kids' toys everywhere, a broken, you know, curtain rod, uh, something that was meant to be hung, never got hung, Mm -hmm. a ceiling fan that's broken and was supposed to be fixed and never got fixed, sheets that are ripped, whatever it is, it's not inviting to want to come home at the end of the day to that or to sleep in that or to be romantic in that, Mm -hmm. okay? And that's just the bottom line. If you're married, if you're single, whatever your status is, if you're living with someone, you want to make a bedroom peaceful, uncluttered. And I'm going to say that again, uncluttered. So you remove stacks of paper remove the stacks of books i can't tell you how many books it's fine if you're reading one but to keep all the stacks of books it's i call those dust collectors and what i mean by that is people don't dust when a nightstand is filled with stuff so really focusing on what do you need in a bedroom what do you need you need nightstands so you can put your phone or lamp on it a bed and a console or a dresser whatever you want to put your clothes on or a tv or whatever you use other than that the peloton if you don't use it i know it's going to break your heart into a million pieces sell it if you're never using it and it's Mm -hmm. taking up space in your bedroom get rid of it invest in a new set of sheets you know a new comforter whatever to dress up the room or make the room feel very calm and peaceful that's that's your goal is to keep the room a place where if you want romance it's inviting nobody wants to be romantic in a room that is full of clutter nobody Mm -hmm. it just turns you off completely i'm just thinking about certain husbands listening going I'm okay with it I will be but you're right I mean everybody has to be having a good time in that scenario and you're right it 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 is also such an afterthought because often say you have company a lot of times people never make their way back into your bedroom unless you say oh you know there is another bathroom go through my bedroom or put your coat on my bed but typically if you have a if you're entertaining that's a place where you can you know shut the door and put a few things back in there so that, you know, to get them out of the way. And so you're really not taking care of your own well-being when you're doing that. You're not thinking in terms of how do I enjoy my own bedroom. You're thinking right. in terms of strangers or people that aren't family members seeing it. Right. And sleep, which we've t- just talked about, mm-hmm. you want your bedroom to be a place that you can sleep peacefully, mm-hmm. calmly, 
stress-free. And so you want to remove the items out of there that you don't love, that you're just, whether it is, like I said, old exercise equipment. A lot of people throw their suitcases from a trip on the floor, unzip it, never unpack, clothes are everywhere. They're stepping over the suitcase to get to the bathroom. I see your eyes. Oh, because I I'm, see like, your I'm eyes like, going I, know, like I know someone who is, I was going to say their suitcase out from a trip. They just took this. Yes. Weekend. Yes. And, and that's what I mean. Like if you're stepping over things to get sure. to your bed, it's never a good sign. You're right. And really the bedroom is one of the easiest places to start because a bedroom isn't like a kitchen where you have a million plug-in appliances or uh, you know what I mean a bedroom is simple because basically grab a donate bag grab a garbage can and just get going you know and and then start making a list of what you need to transform your bedroom into that peaceful calm space that you cannot wait to come home to at the end of the day I cannot wait to get in my bed at the end of the day. It's one of my favorite places in my house, favorite. And I designed it that way. I made it that way. And it's perfect for me. So that's why I feel so strongly about the bedroom because that's where you're supposed to go to rejuvenate. That's where you get your sleep. So if you're not rejuvenating, if you're constantly living in a mess, it, it, it affects everything in your life, in my opinion. So why wouldn't you want to invest in something like a really squishy mattress topper if that's what right. you like or some high quality sheets? Jeez. Yeah, that makes sense. Or, or how many times do you replace your pillows? Is it are you just using whatever pillows you've always had or do you have one that have you taken any time to sample go go somewhere where they have some higher quality pillows and try different firmness and there's some that are cooling pillows and there are just a lot of different ways where you can pamper yourself every single night. Right. When you right. slip under those covers. And also really making a list of what needs to be repaired. Do you need to repair the ceiling fan? Do you need to add a new light you know a ceiling light light is crucial in any room any room whether it's kitchen closets if you don't have good lighting it really just dampers the whole space so do you need a new light fixture in order to you know create a calming soothing space in your bedroom do you have adequate light for when you're reading night on your nightstands make a list of items and let me tell you something i i'm Target is not paying me, but you can get amazing stuff at Target to create what I am talking about. I mean, it does not have to be expensive. Target has great things to, even in furniture, to make your bedroom a new space that you will be thrilled with. Wall color. Well, you're talking to a neutral girl. I mean... Right, but that you might have a bright yellow wall in there, and that's maybe not restful. I'm just saying, these are the kinds of things you can be thinking about. I believe color is a preference, but my preference is always sticking to a neutral color. Number one, you can get color through your art, and you can get color through your pillows, your throw blankets. There's so many ways to get color. If you have shelving in your bedroom, you can get it in the knickknacks that you put up. But I really honestly think it's all about only having in your room things you absolutely love. And Nate Berkus once said something years ago on Oprah, and it's stuck with me all these years. If you are wanting to have romance and have a romantic relationship, 
have photos of you and your spouse. Make it a romantic place. Don't have, you know, your in-laws, your kids, everybody else. Keep photos of you and your husband in on vacation and in you know, we, we have them. I have a new one for my daughter's wedding and me and my husband. I just think it should, it, whatever you put out there in your room is what you're going to receive. That was actually one of the things that Jennifer, that I spoke of earlier, the designer came in and she said, the only photos allowed, you know, if we wanted to follow her advice, the only photos allowed are of the two of you, because when you're in this room, you're not thinking about other people no you're it's not you, it's you you two together and when so, you're an empty nester yeah i mean yeah i mean all i have to do important. is walk out one door if i want to see everything else right that right your whole house like. but she said you know not a picture of the dog not a picture of him it could be the you him and the dog but it's got to be about that so that's fun that that that's something that you thought of because stuck I was, with me yeah that stuck with me too is actually on the tip of my tongue this whole discussion i was going to try to angle it in there so that worked out wonderfully is there anything else on your list of notes as far as the bedroom is concerned no i think we've tackled everything uh, and like i said the main thing is if you are not able to do the to-do list in your room there are apps where you can hire someone to come over and and do your to-do list you Everybody has a handy friend. Get your handy mm-hmm. friend to come over. It's just getting the clutter off the ground. That's mm-hmm. the main and off all surfaces. And the non-essential pieces of furniture or exercise equipment or yes. what have you. Yes. Okay. Love it. So another another way for you to get the most out of this podcast is to follow Christine on her business podcast, which is neatly designed because often she will have uh, a, a scene where she's in a closet or she's in the pantry or, or in the bedroom specifically, and it might inspire you. And then what you do is you see that and you think, you know what I want? A whole podcast on that subject. So then you switch over to us, Uncluttered and Unfiltered, and you reach out and tell us what you saw that Christine inspired you to do next. Uh, oh, I would love to hear that. Yeah, love right? It. Yes. Anyone that I have inspired through this podcast please, please let me know. So take this as permission to either play it back for your person and let them know that it's not an insult that you would like them to set up camp somewhere else or you're planning to go to the guest room tonight. Uh, Do that. You have our permission for sure. And all of the things we always ask you to do, whether it's leave us a review Follow us, uh, subscribe if that's the option for wherever you're getting your podcast, and please share with friends. Yes, it's the gift of <laughs> it's the gift of letting things go, really, that you're giving them. So until we talk to you again, we always ask you to let it go and don't look back. Hi, it's Eden. Christine and I absolutely love bringing you Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast for women over 50. For the first time, we're asking you for your help. A one-time or monthly donation from you will help us with production costs and help us grow this awesome community. Find a link to make a donation in our most recent show notes in our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only Facebook group pinned to the top or on our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Facebook page. And in advance, thank you.